welcome to Collision Cast Fender Benders Weekly Podcast. I'm Anazak, editor of Fender Bender, and I am bringing to you today my last of the batch of conversations that I had surrounding burnout and finding your passion in this industry again. Luckily for you, today's episode is with the one and only Louis Sharp from Sharp Auto Body. Louis is such a legend. He's so great to talk to, so inspirational. Uh, and I think you'll really enjoy this episode, especially if you're looking for a little kick in the pants. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe uh, Collision Cast. It's interesting. It's, I think it's a great question. And I think that there, there is those two dichotomies, right? There's, there's the, the all, 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 all or nothing kind of thing. And I think that right now, I think, and I'm going to say this on the stage, from the stage, I think the next 12 to 18 months in this, in this industry are, are going to be really, really critical. I think they're going to be really critical. The insurance companies got a whole lot worse. They, they took advantage of this thing in, 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 in the worst way possible. And I think that, I think that take the lead, I've added I've added and keep it, take the lead and keep it. Because I think that we have the ability as, as leaders, and I'll speak to this as well, but I think that we're all leaders. And I think right now, uh, the small minority of us that are doing the right thing have the power to turn and change the industry. But we've gotta be together and we've gotta stay focused. And I think that right now, more than ever, I think leadership and, and, and critical thinking is more important than it has ever been in, in the history of the world. Because right now, we're being inundated with all kinds of propaganda. And you have to decide for yourself on some level. And I think that, that when we have the ability to, to think critically, right? So there's some things, and I'm going to use COVID, and I know it's a dicey thing, right? But I'll use a, a, one of the thoughts that I've had about COVID. Who's paying for it? Who's paying for all these vaccinations, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. I don't know who that is, but I know it's, it's not. Big Pharma does nothing for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the government does nothing for free. Doctors do nothing for free. Why are we getting vaccinated for free? Somebody's paying for it. Who and why? That's critical thinking. I don't have those answers, but it makes me suspect what's going on. And so I think if we start critically thinking, that's our job as leaders. And then we have to make decisions based on what we think about that. And I think that in in terms of that, Integrity right now, Anna, is, is more important than ever before because we have to, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this as well, how to make decisions because we're never going to have all the information, not going to happen. And at some point, we have to make a decision to move forward. We can't be frozen, right? Fear and anxiety does one of three things, the three Fs, fight, flight, or freeze. And so if you, if you run from it, it's never going to fix it. If you freeze, 
you're going to get hit by the car because you're, st- you're standing in the middle of the road and you're just going to get run over by whatever's coming down the, the line. But you have to make decisions. And, and I think that it's all become very critical in a big hurry. But I think that it's also a huge, there's a huge opportunity right now. There, you know, I'll share a story with you. And I don't know that I'll, I'll have this in my presentation. It's been a little challenging to have all this done to go to the printer because I really wanted, I really wanted people to go away with something that they could go back to, right? Not just count on their notes. We're going to, we're going to, we, and I'm so humbled and honored to work. It brings tears. It chokes me up because it's, this is going to be, I think one of the best conferences ever because everybody's been working so diligently to have, to, to deliver for these people, these amazing people. We all believe they deliver, they deserve this content and they deserve to go away with it so that they can use it not only in the next couple of weeks, but in the next couple of years, because it's that applicable and it's that that evergreen, right? It, it's not something that's good. It's good for today. And then a week from now or a month from now, it's not any good anymore. It's going to last forever. But I think it's really critical because there's a huge opportunity right now to do the right thing. I had somebody that I went to high school with. Now I'm 63 years old. That was a long time ago. But I had somebody call my shop. Haven't seen them since maybe at a reunion, but it didn't talk to them at a reunion. They called my shop and they said, because the videos you've been posting, I've moved away. I switched my insurance from State Farm. And she said, keep it up. Lots of people are watching to what you're putting out there. And so we have the we have the ability to reach people in ways we never thought possible in the past. If we come from a place of integrity and honesty and truth, and with that pl- the 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 true the true motivation to be of service, I'm showing up at Fender Bender and I'm delivering about twenty five thousand dollars worth of Louis Sharp for free. Why? Because you guys have given me opportunity because this is an audience that I believe are some of the best people in the country and they're doing the right things. I do not take it lightly that at some point, the car we just fixed, somebody's putting their grandmother in it or somebody's putting their kids in it or their husband or their wife. And they're going to do 75, 80 miles an hour down the road. And they got to know it's safe. They got to know it's safe that they have another accident. And that's, that's more complex than ever before. And I know I'm preaching to the choir, but we have the ability to reach the, the uneducated public and give them at least information so that they can now use some critical thinking on their own. Absolutely. No, I totally agree with you. Um, you're still so passionate about the industry after all these years. And there are people coming off the past year and a half that feel so beaten down. And I get emails. You can't make money in this industry anymore. This is a, a dying industry, blah, blah, blah. Um, how, what do you say to those people? And how do you still have that passion? Uh, to be perfectly transparent, I think it's two things for me. One, I was badly abused as a child, physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually, all four of them, and, and young at a tender age. It started when I was in the second grade mm, sorry. and w- went through high school, that and 20 years in the Marines. 
I, I have great empathy for people that suffer. And I have, and in the Marines, there was one thing that was common. You leave nobody behind. We, we don't leave our dead out there. If somebody in the battlefield, we go get our dead and bring them home too. And, and that's what motivates me is there, there are people that are getting in cars that are counting on us. And I can tell you that, is it more challenging to make a profit? That's probably a very accurate statement, mm -hmm. but there are shops that are doing it, right? And the thing that I do a lot of, as you know, cult consulting and coaching, and I tell people, you know, in, across all industries, if you wanna be making $250,000 a year and nobody in the uh, pie, cherry pie industry is making $250,000 a year, then you gotta change industries. But if there's people making a million dollars in the cherry pie industry and you want to make 250, then you know that's a realistic goal. It's the same thing, you know. It's we we brought this up and it's and it, it is a it's it is a dicey thing, right? What's net profit? What are shops making for net profit? Because you can put all kinds of things into your P and L and write it off as an expense, but the, it, it, the reality is at the end of the day. There's lots of shops across the country making a thing called net profit after they've paid all their bills and they've added in a health plan for their employees and, and the Mercedes for their wife and whatever it is, they're still making money at the end of the day. So if there's somebody out there doing it, that means you can do it too. And, and, and sometimes it's really easy. I think as leaders, it's, this is one of the things I'm going to talk about. It's really easy to make an excuse it's really easy to blame somebody else. It's really easy to, to justify, you know, the example I give is I love it. I love when people say, you know, I'd have been on time, but the traffic was horrible. So today's the first day you've come to work and there was traffic. <laughs> Yesterday, there wasn't traffic. The day before there was no traffic, right? You, but you justify that crap away, right? And then you think it's okay, or we want to blame somebody else. You know, I, I was interviewed yesterday for a podcast. And sometimes I say some really brilliant stuff that just comes out of me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and I don't know that I can take credit for it. I mean that sincerely. Sometimes, no, I I, you know, it's just the energy and the things that are cooking in us. But I said out loud, nothing works until you do. Well, that's the truth. Now, I get that you might be, you know, and it's a little disheartening. Um, Cheryl Driggers sold her shops so, and who she sold it to. I'm not really happy about that, mm -hmm. but can I change it? No. Is it any of my business? No. Am I staying up late tonight worrying about it? No. But I, but I, when I see that happen, I realize I've got to set my resolve because, you know, one of the things that's really clear to me that leadership needs to have is vision. You guys, you are an epitome. And, and, and I'll tell you that one of the reasons why I'm still motivated is because of people like you, Anna. How old are you? I'm 31. Do you realize how amazing you already are at 31? If I was as amazing as you are at 31, I'd already be king of the world. And I mean that seriously. And, and so people like you motivate me because somehow I got to make this better. So when you come up behind me, you can make it better for the people behind you. 
and, and you're you care that much and you have long-term vision you're already talking about things you're going to be doing and, and you sent us an email about what you're doing the hair on the back of my neck standing up you're out there into january of next year of what you want to make better and how you want to improve fender bender magazine well if that doesn't motivate me to be my best because you're doing your best then then i don't know that i should be breathing the same air <laughs> and, and seriously and so when we th and, and and, and you're our future. And I tell people all the time, go talk to people like Anna Zek. If you're worried about the future and worried about the, the younger generations, go talk to people like her and realize that if you get to be in charge of stuff, we're going to be just fine. But I, I think it's short-term vision. Insurance companies right now, their vision has, it used to be the quarter, right? They shrunk their long-term vision down to the quarter. But at the end of the quarter, what are, what are our profits going to be? They're shrinking that down to the flipping week. What are our profits this week, right? It won't be long until they're down to what are our profits on a job. And that's not the, any way to run a business because at some point, and, and there's a couple of scenarios you can play out, right? They could run all the independents out of the industry. The Cheryl Driggers can continue to go away. Who are they going to be left to deal with? The consolidators. What do you think the consolidators are going to do to the price of poker when they're the only game in town? It's going to go through the flipping roof. Mm -hmm. And I've said for a long time, I'm just one of the reasons that motivates me is I'm hanging for the swing. Right. Because at some point that it's going to go up. Mm -hmm. There's, it's not a question of if it's just a question of when. Right. They can't continue to suppress the market. And at some point, the OEMs are going to come in and they're going to slam the hammer down and they're going to say, you know, this is how the car has to be fixed. And this is what has to be paid for. And so and my point to all that is, is I think that we need long term vision. Insurance companies have lost all long term vision and. And their long-term, their short-term focus is going to blow them up long-term. It's not, totally. it's, yeah, it's not an option. It's just a question of when. Yeah. Right? You can, it's, it's like, it's like, um, it's like drinking, right? You can drink every day thinking, well, I only had three or four beers today, but 50 years from now, mm -hmm. three or four beers every day has not done anything good for your health. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree about that too. Um, you know, you mentioned at the beginning seeing it as an opportunity and taking responsibility and still uh, that this industry and the shop owners in it still have power. Why do you, why do you believe that? A lot of people think the shop owners don't have power anymore. So hang on a second. Can you see that? Let me see if I can get that in focus. There we go. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. What's it say? I can't read what it says. It's blank. Oh. <laughs> There's nothing on it. It's blank, okay? But I'm going to tell you that it says sharp auto body, give us the keys, the rest is a breeze. What's that say? It says sharp auto body. And it's it underneath was, too, too small to give us, but I'm going to tell you, it says nothing. We're looking at exactly the same mm -hmm. thing. This is where we're living in the world right now. Mm -hmm. You say we should wear a mask. I say we shouldn't. You say mm -hmm. Democrat. I say Republican. You say mm -hmm. Republican, I, whatever it is. Right. And my point to this is, is we get to pick how the world looks. We get to make the world by this thing. 
with the thoughts we think. I can tell you in the pandemic, now I had already lined up. I had, I'm going to talk about how to lead in the market. It's one of my workshops, but I had already lined up free loaner cars, free on-site estimates, free pickup and delivery. The pandemic played right into Louis Sharp's wheelhouse. <laughs> Swear to God, yeah. the pandemic hit. And guess what I did? All the, only, the only change I made was I digitized all my paperwork so we could send it all to them and, and they didn't have to leave their house. They didn't have to see us. They didn't have to touch us. They didn't have to be near us. They didn't have to breathe on us. And all, so there was opportunity, but I was already prepared. I had long-term vision. And, and now I didn't know it was going to be the pandemic that was going to play into my hand. I just knew that lives were getting busier. I knew that people have three or four kids driving cars or two or three kids driving cars and they don't have an extra car at the house. They're too darn busy to even come to my shop. So I had all that already built in because I know how life is and where life, life's not going to start to slow down any. And then this thing called the pandemic hit. And then, and then I did videos. If you go back to Sharp Automotive's Sharp Facebook page, I've got videos. And one of the videos you'll see, now I'm bald up here, but I got hair on the sides. <laughs> you'll see a video of how, now we were already doing this as well, but I just started magnifying the things that we were already doing. Mm -hmm. And now it made us look like we were superstars leading the charge for COVID protection. And you'll see a video of me showing them that we had these plastic steering wheel covers. And then I took off the plastic steering wheel cover. Now it has a big hole in it, right? It goes around, it goes around the steering wheel. I took it off and put it on my head. And I said, they're also perfect shower caps for bald guys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that video got 10,000 views on Facebook for free, mm -hmm. right? I did a video of a couple, um, State Farm, husband and wife, and uh, Toyota minivan hit, State Farm denies all the repair procedures from Toyota. The, the owner doesn't believe me. He calls the Toyota dealership. Toyota dealership tells him exactly what Sharp Autobody said. I put him and his wife on a video this is why people are moving away from State Farm Insurance, mm. because I give them real, here's mom and dad, just like you. They have four children. And State Farm said, no, we're not going to pay this extra $4,000 for these needed repairs. We're not going to put OEM parts on it right down the line. And I had these people on camera, and, and I'm, I'm going to do more and more of those videos. And, and when you see somebody like that do it, it, it this is now no longer Louie's opinion. Mm -hmm. And I, and I loved it because he, he didn't believe me. This is why I was talking about critical thinking, go do your own research. He had the insurance company tell him sharp auto bodies full of crap. They don't need to do all this. And they're double charging us and they're, and they're nobody in the industry is doing what they're doing. And then he had us telling them we've got to do all this. And by the way, here's all the documentation from Toyota still didn't believe us went to the Toyota dealer. Toyota gives them the same documentation. Now, there's a client for life. Tell me I'm not going to make money from that guy from future repairs. He's busy telling the entire world. Plus, I made him a star on Facebook. Tell me that's not opportunity. for That's just one repair. That's one repair on it. There's opportunity everywhere. Somebody gave me really good advice a long time ago, a mentor of mine. He said, Louie, in every life, there is opportunity. But there are two kinds of people. There are kind of people that have their head up on a swivel looking for the opportunity, 
or there's the people that have their head in their sand and they're not looking for opportunity at all. He said of the two people, he said of the people that are looking for opportunity, there's two kinds there. The people that are looking for opportunity, they've got their head on a swivel and they're looking for opportunity. And when they find it, one group of people is too scared to take the risk. The others is, is brave enough to take the risk. I've taken risks my entire life. A lot of them have failed, but a lot of them have succeeded. And so there's opportunity everywhere. And the question is, are you looking for opportunity? Let me get that in focus. Are you looking for opportunity? Or are you looking for a, a, a reason, an excuse, a blame, a justification of why you can't make money? <laughs>